It's coming. And it tastes so sweet. You'll hop when you eat. Come on. Hold on to your tummy. We got something good. With my hauntingly delicious cereal. It's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it. All right. Hello, and welcome to Cereal Killer, the podcast where the... What? I don't know. <laughs> the podcast where we pair true crime with breakfast cereal. <laughs> it's almost Halloween, you guys! It's almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween. And this is our last of our Halloween episodes. But I am one of your hosts, Anastasia Washington. And with me is my co-host, Maria Spiridolosi. Hello. Um, And yeah, this is our last Halloween episode. Don't worry, we'll still be dark through the holidays. It'll just be a different kind of darkness. Um, (laughs) Today, we are talking... Real life vampires. That's what they sound like, right? Yes, exactly. That's what they sound like. Um, we'll be discussing um six of the most gruesome um real life vampires. Uh, some we may have talked about before, but we'll just reiterate a little bit about them. And then um, I'm pairing it today. With something truly unique, and I'm assuming seasonal, because do we need this year-round? Maybe. We don't know. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Swiss Miss actually came out with a hot chocolate that has Lucky Charms marshmallows. Um, So I will be trying that today. Now, I will say, this is pretty cool that they put the uh, hot chocolate in a separate packet and the marshmallows in the separate packet, so you can control... Mm-hmm. The, ratio. the ratio of marshmallows and also it works for us because what do we do we eat it dry and then we eat it wet and that is what we're gonna do today <laughs> why am i having lucky charms and we, um, yeah. hot swiss miss hot chocolate and pairing it with vampires um because if you meet a vamp one of these vampires you're truly unlucky Ha, 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 ha. I came up with that on the spot, you guys. I didn't even plan it. You're welcome. That's called improv. Thank you, UCB. <laughs> so, um, it looks like it's the traditional Lucky Charms marshmallows. Okay, nothing like fit. the same shapes. Yeah, yeah, same texture. That dehydrated marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Anastasia's not the biggest fan of this. <laughs> Texturally, it's... You know, it's... Mm-mm. For you. So it's, uh-huh. a knife, it's a knife on the table for me. Okay. Marshmallow-wise, dry. Um, I think it gave me dry mouth. <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, rainbow-tastic and the... Yeah. You know, I'm going to take a picture of it for our socials so that you can see. But, you know, it's like a rainbow massacre happened in your cup. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, right? I mean, we like yeah. rainbow massacres. Yeah, it'll, it'll turn your hot chocolate like fun colors, which it, I always enjoy. 
Yeah, I do like, you know, how they have those packets of um, hot chocolates that are like certain colors. Mm-hmm. But I, I always like the idea of them, but I don't like white chocolate. So, yeah, exactly. White chocolate is gross. And uh, when it was, I did not know a white chocolate cake was a thing until Great British Bake Off was like, make why did they do that to us on Chocolate Week? Awful, disgusting cake that nobody is going to enjoy because it's going to be so sweet and also full of oil because that's basically just what white chocolate is. Yeah, I was like, I thought you said it was chocolate week, not lie week. This, yeah. Not lie, nasty lies. Gross dessert lies. Yeah. I don't know what I feel about this hot chocolate. The hot chocolate's good because it's just like class, class, classic Swiss miss, which is cool. It's good. You know, reminds you of your childhood a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have these like very colorful, fruity, colorful, um, marshmallows with the texture of like sandpaper dehydrated and mm. they're melting a little bit now yeah yeah, yeah. but still when you yeah. do them, there's like kind of like a graininess to them listen mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of marshmallow stuff so why do i keep trying it for you guys i do this for you so many cereals it is in all of the cereals yes but i do this for our fans supporters. I do this for you. And I'm going to say knife on the table, and I'm pretty sure there might be a color to my tongue at this point. That's very disappointing, because hot chocolate should never just be okay. It should always be delicious. Agreed. But you know what else is delicious? Vampire? Oh, I was going to say Yep. I'm just going to be thinking of that that part of Hotel Transylvania where Adam Sandler as Dracula is going, why does everyone do the bleh thing? I don't even do that. Bleh, bleh, bleh. bleh, bleh. <laughs> where did they get this from? Well, that is not one of the vampires we will be talking about today. <laughs> but I think we should, we cannot talk about vampires and real life vampires without first giving a nod to, well... I would say the most famous, but probably not because that would be Dracula. But I will say Countess Elizabeth Bathory is mm-hmm. up there with the most famous vampires. She has the highest body count of any serial killer in the Guinness Book of Records, which, you know, the Guinness Book of World Records has a lot of really weird things in there. Murder is not something I would have suspected. But uh, you can submit a record for anything, but I'd like to know what the like ones they started with were. I know, right? But she is in the Guinness Book of World Records for most prolific killer. Um, she has killed over, or it is suspected that she killed over 650 women that they know of. Um, and uh, when she was charged. Uh, for those of you who don't know Elizabeth Bathory, Elizabeth Bathory, we did an episode about her, but um, she wasn't, uh, she was a countess. Yeah. And um, she um, abused her power, to say the least, um, and uh, took it out on a lot of young women. Um, some people will say that she bathed in their blood um, and and various other blood kind of transactions to restore her beauty. Um, again, we we're not there, so we don't know how much of that is true and how much yeah, is propaganda. 
Yeah. No. She any of this. Yeah, there's no TikToks or, you know, tweets <laughs> to really confirm any of this. Vandal our way through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but she was eventually charged um, for, uh, her and her four servants were eventually charged of 80 counts of murder. She was put on trial and then died in house arrest um, in a tower that you can still see in Hungary. Um, so that is Elizabeth Bathory. She is one of my favorites. Um, and that's really bad for me to say, but she is. She's one of my favorites. And um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for that. I apologize for my existence. Um, so we're going to move on to Fritz Harmon. Okay. Known as the Vampire of Hanover. Ooh. No? Okay. Um, (laughs) Some claim that he is the world's first serial killer But how many times have we heard that? Uh, (laughs) Right? So he uh, murdered people between the years of 1918 and 1924 I will say he is not the first serial killer Because the first time you use the term serial killer Is actually for Ted Bundy But other than that, we'll move along and say that this person is factual that is writing this article on mentalfloss.com. Between the years of 1918 and 1924, he murdered at least two dozen people, um, by uh, many of whom he bit them in their necks. Because... How? Vampire. Sharpen his teeth? I have a lot of logistical questions. I mean... You can do it. You can bite somebody's neck. It doesn't say he like like killed. But like, them. okay, yeah. He can be called by biting their neck. I guess he did kill them by biting their necks. So yeah, that is. Um, yeah, that's what I'm confused about. <laughs> I don't. I just maybe, or I guess maybe your art. If you hit the artery where it connects you'll bleed out a lot faster. And I guess that's probably pretty close to under the skin because your neck skin is so thin. Yeah, I think also just like maybe a frenzy of damage. Um, True. um, I don't think it's a pleasant way to go and I don't think it's a fast way. I don't think um, it sounds awful. At least with like a real vampire or so I've seen in the movies. Pretty quick. <laughs> they just drink all your blood. And it's very sexual. It's like almost yeah. orgasmic as they kill you. And you're like, why am I having an orgasm and dying? <laughs> just watch an interview with the vampire. <laughs> and so let me sexual. tell you the amount of times that we just yelled gay Tom Cruise. Because, <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like that was his coming out movie, and then they, then he ran back in. Well, just, then Scientology happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, this guy was not from uh, Interview with a Vampire. He was the Vampire of Hanover. Um, and uh, so he so he did some damage to their necks and killed them that way. I have no idea how. Um, <laughs> Uh, that would basically work, how that works, because but... that sounds horrible. Eventually, 
Fritz was caught. Fritz Harman was caught, and um, in De- uh, he was caught on December nineteenth, nineteen twenty-four, and sentenced to death by guillotine. Lovely, which is also uh, not a great way to die. But you know, this guy did bite a, a whole bunch of people's necks. Um, so. He not the would, worst way to die. Not the worst. It's, if it's done correctly, it's pretty quick. So he uh, was beheaded on April 15th, 1925, and they kept his head and his brain preserved in a jar to study his brain for later on. And um, it is now in a medical school in Gothenburg. Uh, Gotten, I'm, I'm taking German and I can't say this. Gutengig. Gutengig. Germany. It's in Germany, you guys. It's in a medical school. And <laughs> I didn't just have a stroke of something. Anyway, um, so that is uh, the vampire of Hanover. Mm, German serial killer who liked to bite Xenex. Um, Very interesting. Yes. Uh, this next one we have discussed before. His name is Richard Chase. The vampire of Sacramento. Oh. He was... Mm-hmm. He never bit anyone. He did eat small animals in a rather... A lot of dead small animals. He's more of a Renfield than a Dracula. <laughs> so... Um, Richard Chase, as we, if you want to hear more about him, we have a whole episode about him. Um, but he was the vampire of Sacramento. That's right, Sacramento, California. Um, and he uh, murdered people between um, 1977 and 1978. Um, he murdered, disemboweled, and drank the blood of six people. And uh, ranging in age from 22 months old. To 36 years old. So, babies. Um, which is the horrible one. Um, he was also... Um, I feel like not many people say Richard Chase is, is the um, inspiration for a lot of horror movies. But I find it hard to believe when his whole philosophy was... If the door was locked, that meant you weren't welcome. If your door was open, he thought that you uh, agreed to be murdered. <laughs> Come on in, murder me. I knew someone who made that argument, but about bank robbing. Mm. Like, well, if it unlocks, then they're asking to be robbed. Mm. Do you still know this person? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm no. So glad. no, I don't. <laughs> um, he was sentenced to death after being found guilty of all six counts of first degree murder because he done did it. Um, but uh, he actually stockpiled his antidepressants for uh, a while and um, took his own life in December of 1979. And so that is the end of the vampire of Sacramento. The, if only someone had helped him actually. Right. 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 Um, now. All right. We have not checked, uh, we haven't talked about this guy yet, um, but he is 
in Massachusetts. So, uh, so James P. Riva, um, he uh, grew up in Marshfield, Massachusetts, um, and he killed his grandmother by stabbing her repeatedly and shooting her four times and uh, through the heart with bullets he had painted gold um, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Then he uh, burned down her house, um, and when they asked about the crime, why he did it, he said he was a uh, he was a seven year hundred year old vampire, um, and that in order to continue to live, he had to drink uh, his grandmother's blood. Um, but then later on, he changed his story and said he was acting in self defense. And that be- he believed that his grandmother was the vampire. That's why and, the bullets were rolled. Right. And that he was using an ice pick to drain her blood at... Uh, that she was using an ice pick to drain his blood at night. So, first story. I'm the vampire. I killed her. Second story. Self-defense. She's a vampire. She's been draining me. Either way you slice it, not a great um, no, family. No. That, that's all bad. Uh, those are all horrible reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so in 1981, he was sentenced to life in prison for second-degree murder and arson. Don't Fun. Really feel like that's a second degree, but you do your boo. I mean, uh, isn't the difference medita- like premeditation? It could have been that he didn't plan to murder her before that day, you know? Yeah, it's just like when you get the thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, we are now going to Kentucky. Oh no! Um, and we're going to Florida, but by way of Kentucky. Um, this is confusing, but I'm whatever. It, it's we're going south, you guys, to uh yeah. to talk about the vampire killer Roderick Farrell. Um, who you can see a lot of documentaries about. I don't think there is a movie yet. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, um, Roderick Farrell in 1996 um, was the leader of a vampire clan. In other words, like a coven where he was like, it was kind of like a Wicca group. Like, a, like they believed they were all vampires. Um his girlfriend, Heather, was being initiated into their coven. Um, and uh, so he drove them, from uh, some of his followers from Kentucky to Eustis, Florida, to murder Heather's um, parents. Why? Uh, yeah. That he, doesn't make sense. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. He beat um, the father with a crowbar. And, uh, that's not and, what vampires do. <laughs> no, it, it is not. The crowbars aren't in any vampire uh, lore that I have researched. Yeah, no. Not in my research. Um, and then one of the um, followers, we'll call them, I guess, uh, burned a V into the father's chest. Because um, you're yeah. an asshole. Um, no, it was vampires. They couldn't tell because there were no bite marks, just a lot of crowbar marks. Right, exactly. Leads to know, Anastasia. So, 
so many problems with this uh, case. Culture. Um, but uh, ultimately, of course, they're a whole bunch of teenagers uh, that killed uh, two people. They get uh, arrested. The the parent uh, the police ask, "Why did he do it?" And he said, "It doesn't matter. They will never be able to contain me." Because I am all powerful and I'm a 500 year old vampire named Visago. Oh, um, yeah, there you go. That's, that's a good reason. Yeah. Um, but guess what? Um, they were able to contain him. Oh, he uh, has a big prison? No, he has not. He is still uh, in prison and he was actually the youngest person on death row in 1998. Yeah. Um, but now uh, his sentence has been commuted to life without parole. Um, and in a lot of the documentaries, he actually, uh, he'll talk. He's a, he's a little bit, like, I feel like, I feel like he knows, like, he'll acknowledge that he, what he did was wrong, but he's also kind of like that cocky guy that you're like, he's still, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes- yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, he still feels like wrong. <laughs> He still feels wrong. Um, um, so then uh, our last one is... God, I can't say his name. All right. Let me just try this. Cassius Domitus Vivovius. Does that sound like I said something? <laughs> sounds like it could be a name. Where is that from? <laughs> right? Um, well, it's actually, he's actually from Pittsfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, but yet I can't say his name. Interesting, interesting. That's very interesting. Pittsfield is like way out in Western Massachusetts. Yeah. So apparently he started writing letters to the Massachusetts Berkshire Eagle newspaper in 2011. His first, uh, his first letter said, uh, pop culture inspires me to vomit hot blood. That was a great letter that he wrote. What? Did it say anything else? Or was it just like, dear newspaper? I'm sure it said more. Those are just the highlights. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, that's just the highlight. Um, (laughs) the headline. The headline. Eventually, he uh, he in 2014 was on trial for abducting and murdering three men in Massachusetts and was convicted of aggravated assault in Maine over the ritual ritualistic drinking of a teenage girl's blood years before. Um, he actually got himself. Um, he got he got uh, a forked tongue. He. Um, he got that oh. that procedure to fork your yeah, tongue, yeah. and he got sharpened teeth, like dental dental, uh, I guess. Yeah. And um, he implanted horns in his uh, head, and also tattooed six 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 on his forehead. Wow. Um, he says he is not, um, you know, it was not like he was inspired by movies or books um he just you know he's just the devil but the thing is like 
you when you wrote initially you said pop culture inspired you so i feel like what you're doing is uh, lying i'm very confused i feel like it has to be pop culture inspired because where else are you getting all the images of the devil right also pop you said it right you said it dude i don't I know we said we're going to do six, but you know what? I feel like we should do a couple more just to palate cleanse. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Um, (laughs) Speaking of pop culture, Alan Menzies uh, was inspired by a little film called Queen of the Damned. As you mentioned earlier, same series. (laughs) Same vampire Lestat. Yeah, um, he ended up watching this movie three times each day. Um, what? Like me with Dirty Dancing when I was like 12. That's an obsessive amount of times. <laughs> right? And then, he started, and then he started believing that he was the main character of Queen of the Damned, Acacia. And um, the queen? Oh, wait, no, sorry. Not, not that he wasn't. He, he he believed that the main character Acacia was real. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and um, and so because of that, he wanted to become a vampire too, because she's real. Therefore, vampires are real. Well, yeah, and, obviously. Yeah, so he's like, "What do I need to do to be a vampire? Ugh, I need to kill somebody. What do I need to do to be a vampire? So." He was like, but who should I kill? And then his friend, McKendrick, uh, is his, uh, Thomas McKendrick, um, said something not so nice about Acacia, which made Menzi mad. And he stabbed him 42 times and hit him with a hammer and drank his blood and consumed some of his brain. Some but, of his brain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feels excessive. Yeah. Real real bad. Um, so then uh, he obviously went to prison for killing his best friend. Um, and uh, apparently it says he died of apparent overdose just a, after um, over a year of serving um, his life sentence. Um, I'm not sure what an apparent suicide means. Um Oh, I think it means that's what it looks like, and they didn't care to right. investigate Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm not sure, like, what method and whatever. Um, so, but apparently he is dead. Well, that's fun. But I guess he deserves that, because gross. Yeah. Like, also, like, if... Like, when my friends don't like the same pop culture references that I do, I just, like, yell at them. Yeah, I don't murder them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I certainly don't eat their brains. I'm so glad you don't. <laughs> so glad we're friends. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to worry about this. So, so um, if you have any vampire... Uh, murders that you want to share with us we'd love to hear them or any murders in general um that we should be pairing 
and um, all that. But I'm going to say um, it's it's a knife down for me um, with uh, with murder or vampire murder. Yeah, it's a knife down for all murder and also knife down for murder when it's like I'm a vampire. Yeah, yeah, knife down for uh, consuming the raw flesh of humans for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say knife down uh, for <clears throat> uh, just general murder. Agreed, agreed. Um, I'm gonna also say knife on the table for my Lucky Charms hot chocolate. Um, it's I. It's okay. Um, if you uh, enjoy the Lucky Charms marshmallows, though, this is the uh, the hot chocolate for you. Yeah, it is, um, and it is now uh, available at stores. I'm not gonna say Target because Target pissed me off this week, but I just said it. I guess. Um, <laughs> no, get it? They pissed you off. They pissed me off. I. Um, so you can find that um, you can find us at Pod Serial Killer on all social media. You can also email us podserialkiller at gmail.com. What else can you do for us? Oh, well, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podserialkiller. You guessed it. And also uh, anchor.fm if you choose to support us. There is a little support button. But if you can't support us financially. We get it. Why not rate us? Give us a five-star rating. Say a little something nice about us. We love it. And it really, really helps us. It does. It does. Maria, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Maria Longname. And uh, where can they find you, Anastasia? Oh, well, they can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter, at Anastasia Wash on Instagram, Anastasia TV on YouTube, and my one-woman show is coming up on Friday the 13th. Um, and a uh, link to that is in all of my bios and my social media. So, uh, yeah. Um, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Stay safe and stay spooky and uh, don't be a dick. Yeah, mainly that one. Okay, bye. Bye.